0: Book 2. Chapter 3. The Rise of David Levinsky. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Rise of David Levinsky by Abraham Kahan. Book 2. Enter Devil. Chapter 3. When I was a little over 18... The number of steady readers at the old synagogue was increased by the advent of a youth from the Polish provinces. His appearance produced something of a sensation, for in addition to being the son of a rich merchant and the prospective son-in-law of a celebrated rabbi, he was the possessor of a truly phenomenal memory. He was well versed in the entire Talmud and could recite by heart about five hundred leaves or one thousand pages of it he was generally called the Pole. he was tall and supple fair complexioned and well groomed with a suggestion of self-satisfaction and aloofness in the very sinuosity of his figure his velvet skull cap which was always pushed back on his head Exposed to view a forelock of golden hair, his long-skirted, well-fitting coat was of the richest broadcloth I had ever seen. He wore a watch and chain that were said to be worth a small fortune. I hated him. He was repugnant to me for his Polish accent, for his good clothes, for his well-fed face, for his haughty manner for the servile attention that was showered on him, and, above all, for his extraordinary memory. I had always been under the impression that the boys of well-to-do parents were stupid. Brains did not seem to be in their line. That this young man, who was so well supplied with world's goods, should possess a wonderful mind as well jarred on me as an injustice to us poor boys i would seek comfort in the reflection that the essence of scholarship lay in profundity of acumen rather than in the ability to rattle off pages like so many psalms yet those five hundred leaves of his gave me no peace five hundred the figure haunted me Finally, I set myself the task of memorizing 500 leaves. It was a gigantic undertaking, although my memory was rather above the average. I worked with unflagging assiduity for weeks and weeks. Nobody was to know of my purpose until it had been achieved. I worked so hard and was so absorbed in my task that my interest in girls lost much of its usual acuteness. At times I had a sense of my own holiness. When I walked through the streets, on my way to or from the synagogue, I kept reciting some of the pages I had mastered. While in bed for the night, I whispered myself to sleep reciting Talmud. When I ate, some bit of Talmud was apt to be running through my mind. If there was a hitch, and I could not go on. My heart would sink within me. I would stop eating and make an effort to recall the passage. It was inevitable that the new character of my studies should sooner or later attract Reb Sender's attention. My secret hung like a veil between us. He was jealous of it. Ultimately, he questioned me, beseechingly, "'and I was forced to make a clean breast of it.' "'Rab-sender beamed. "'The veil was withdrawn. "'Presently his face fell again. "'What I don't like about it is your envy of the pole,' he said gravely. "'Don't take it ill, my son, but I'm afraid you are envious and begrudging. "'Fight it, Davy give up studying by heart it's not with a pure motive you are doing it your studies are poisoned with hatred and malice do you want to gladden my heart davy i do i will what do you mean just step up to the pole and beg his pardon for the evil thoughts you have harboured about him a minute later I stood in front of my hated rival, thrilling with the ecstasy of penitence. "'I have sinned against you. Forgive me,' I said with downcast eyes. The Pole was puzzled. "'I envied you,' I explained. "'I could not bear to hear everybody speak of the five hundred leaves you know by heart, so i wanted to show you that i could learn by heart just as much if not more a suggestion of a sneer flitted across his well-fed face it stung me as if it were some loathsome insect his golden forelock exasperated me and i could do it too i snapped i have learned more than fifty leaves already it is not so much of a trick as i thought it was is it not? The pole said with a full-grown sneer. You need not be so stuck up, anyhow. I shot back and turned away. Before I had reached a Sender who had been watching us, I rushed back to the pole. I just want to say this. I began in a towering rage. With all your boasted memory, you would be glad to change brains with me his shoulders shook with soundless mirth laugh away but let rep Sander examine both of us let him select a passage and see who of us can delve deeper into it you or i memory alone is nothing isn't it then why are you green with envy of me and once more he burst into a laugh with a graceful jerk of his head which set my blood on fire. You are a pampered idiot. You are green with envy. I'll break every bone in you. We flew at each other, but Rhapsander and two other scholars tore us apart. Shame, the Talmudists cried, shrugging their shoulders in disgust. Just like Gentiles, someone commented. "'It's an outrage to have the holy place desecrated in this manner.' "'What has got into you?' Repsender said to me as he led me back to my desk. I resumed studying by heart, with more energy than ever. "'That's all right,' I thought to myself. "'I'll have that silk stocking of a fellow lick the dust of my shoes.' I now took special measures to guard my secret even from Rep. Sender. One of these was to take a book home and to work there, staying away from synagogue as often as I could invent a plausible pretext. I was lying right and left, Satan chuckled in my face, but I did not care. I promised myself to settle my accounts with the uppermost later on. The only thing that mattered now was to beat the pole. The sight of me learning the word of God so diligently was a source of indescribable joy to my mother. She struggled to suppress her feeling, but from time to time a sigh would escape her as though the rush of happiness was too much for her heart. Alas, this happiness of her was not to last much longer. End of chapter 3, end of book 2.